is Heavenly Gospels Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have a special treat. We have Pastor Corey and Lady Renee with Healthy Confrontation from our Toxic People series. Man, I don't think you are ready for this. Get your notes together and enjoy today's message. What's up, family? We're back to talk about Healthy Confrontation Part 2. The response we've gotten is is just, <laughs> it's been phenomenal. I mean, um, we've gotten so many different DMs and just messages and phone calls. And so I want to thank y'all for just the response y'all have given us in regards to this conversation we're having. And yes, it was like definitely overwhelming and unexpected. Right, right. Um, for me. I mean, we just, we really, our heart behind this is that we just wanted to share wisdom as we're talking about toxic relationships, healing from unhealthy relationships. We just wanted to offer our wisdom, experience, and some biblical guidance mm-hmm. on on healthy relationships. And we're, listen, by no means, again, we are not experts. Disclaimer, yes. Let's put out the disclaimer. <laughs> We're not experts, and we are still trying to figure some things out, too. So we have, like Paul said, we haven't arrived yet. Not that I've obtained it all or yet arrived. Listen, we're we're still trying to figure some things out. So, Mm -hmm. again, we thank you guys for uh, the feedback. And if this talk blesses you in any type of way, share it. Uh, Tag somebody. Send us a DM. Not only of your your feedback, but if there are some questions that you have. If y'all got some negative feedback, y'all can keep that. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, if y'all got some constructive criticism, y'all just listen. We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. We healthy enough. We got it. Yeah. So, (laughs) I want to dive into the conversation right in because uh, I want to make sure we, we cover the the full ground tonight, okay? Okay. And so, um, this is I want to start off with this this thought: if relationships or marriage, if they're going to be enjoyable, they're going to require effort. That any type of relationship, whether it's friendship, whether it's on a relational level, romantic level, um, that if they're going to be enjoyable. They're going to require effort. Yes. Especially mm-hmm. marriage. Can all my married folk say amen, Pastor? <laughs> <laughs> marriage, like my mama said. She said it before we got married. <laughs> she said marriage ain't for no punks. Mm-hmm. It's going to require work. <laughs> and so... When it comes to healthy confrontation, when it comes to healthy conversation, there are some key areas that we're going to have to plot effort in that I want to discuss tonight. Mm -hmm. I want to give some practical wisdom, some practical tools um, that you can apply easily to have healthy confrontation, right? I wanted to talk tonight about a plan before the problem, right? A plan before the problem, (laughs) Because many times we wait till we get in our emotions to just start addressing stuff, and that's a part of the problem. 
And, and and when we're in our emotions, sometimes we just need a plan to like recalibrate and to stick to getting on the same page because that's what mm-hmm. unity about. Which brings me to the first place of effort. So you mean like a plan before the confrontation, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's like um, I was watching um, Earl Spence, right, mm-hmm. who fought this particular weekend. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the fight. Were you surprised uh, by what this fighter did? And his father, uh, who trains him, said, no, nah, we wasn't surprised because we came in here with a plan and we kind of knew what he was going to do. So... Many of the times, what he's saying is, you can't wait till you get hit with something before you have a plan. You got to have a plan before you get hit. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. <laughs> okay. This is a plan before the problem. And in order to do that, we're going to have to put effort in these areas, okay? All right? <laughs> All so right. the first area that we got to put effort in is seeking the right purpose, right? As I, as I talked about last week, that Ephesians 4 and 3 says that we have to make every effort, right? That goes the key word, effort, to keep unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. Mm-hmm. The focus requires unity, right? The focus is on unity, I'm sorry. And unity requires effort. That is not just going to happen by happenstance. You got to seek it out. <laughs> right? Definitely. So I lost how many pounds? 23, uh, 24, 25, somewhere around there. I lost a significant amount of weight. Mm-hmm. And he lost his weight and gave it to me. <laughs> she still look good, y'all. <laughs> she still look good. But the, the point is, this weight wasn't just going to lose itself. Yeah. I wish. I, I just wish that was a magic pill. We I still, all wish that. Yeah. I got 10 more pounds. I just, I'm not going to lose it, y'all. I'm just going to let y'all know now. This is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> but I had to put in some some effort. And so just as it requires effort on my part to obtain a certain physical appearance, it requires effort for unity. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so we talked about how healthy conversation, healthy conversation isn't a place for you just to dump your feelings. The The right purpose of confrontation is to get on the same page. Okay. And sometimes you'll just, you'll just know, you could just feel like the distance between you and the other person. And if that person matters to you, it's important to to put that out on the table. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. You can sometimes feel the emotional distance. Have you ever just like been in a relationship with somebody and y'all were in, Close proximity proximity to each other, but you could just tell the intimacy was off. Mm-hmm. Or I've even had that with, like, you know, relationships as far as, like, on the job where maybe I maybe said something to an employee and then I was feeling convicted. So I had to go back and, mm. you know, address them and let them know, you know, maybe just fix how I said something. or Yeah. That's so, good. Yeah. So... Healthy confrontation required her to mm-hmm. seek out, put an effort towards getting back on the same page with yeah. that person. And sometimes that requires swallowing your pride mm-hmm. and just saying, listen, I, you know, I want to be in unity with you. Okay. Right. So it's seeking out the right person. The second area is not just seeking out the right purpose, 
but it's seeking the right time and place. Mm-hmm. The scripture says in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 3, it says there is a time in, uh, for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. It's basically saying there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a time for everything. So in our terms, there could be a right time to address something and a wrong time to address something. (laughs) I I think in our relationship, we had to grow into this and really learn this because I discovered when we discuss things at the wrong time, we don't get the best of that person. Mm -hmm. And people are, you know, different in their how they approach things or when they want to approach things. So mm. you are more of a, you can kind of be both, but you have the patience to wait. Mm-hmm. And whereas I am a, like, we got to talk about it now and figure out it now type right. of person. Yeah. So that makes a big difference too, is knowing, you know, who you're having the confrontation <laughs> with in. Yeah. Thinking about that as well. Yeah. When you said that, it reminded me of a time, and we we're a real church, right? We're real. I I require realness from y'all, so y'all gotta require realness from us. <laughs> I remember one time, I I I typically would go to the, I get to the church before Renee because I need to study, you know, get get my mind right, mm-hmm. get my spirit right. And so I remember one time I'm studying, getting my mind right, spirit right, and everything, y'all. And I get a phone call. I'm thinking she finna call me to encourage me, babe. You finna kill it today. I just want to encourage you and pray for you. I love you. Y'all, she said, so what are these two boxes in the closet? And granted, okay, I I got some shoes. <laughs> two, two pairs of shoes, okay? Two pairs. Mm-hmm. Listen. Okay. Unexpectedly, without telling anybody, he snuck the shoes in, y'all. <laughs> snuck them in the closet. I had a spirit. Matter of fact, you hit them under. You hit them underneath the stairs. He put them in a closet that he never even goes into. I go into it all the time. So we're so, going. We're yeah. going that far into our business telling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's not healthy, no, right? We're not no, sticking no. to the to the focus. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, she just exhibited unhealthy <laughs> conversation, right? Cuz I started explaining and what y'all saw that? So we even learning something <laughs> in the teaching of this. Okay, back to the back Right. Here. Back to my story. So she literally we have a whole fight right before I'm getting ready to preach. Mm-hmm. And that was just not the best time, right? It wasn't. That you could agree, right? That mm-hmm. wasn't the best time. That wasn't the best time, but I don't. I, also, I don't. I I was in my feelings, and so I didn't even consider. Mm. I didn't even consider like the fact that you were about to preach. So wow, and that's like we've had a series. Mm-hmm. It's not just that one particular moment. It mm-hmm. happened with, with some other stuff, but I, I think she she's grown definitely, mm-hmm. and I've grown because. Even on my end, as I was just talking about something you did, I I could think of a time where, because I'm a processor, right? <laughs> and so I called I called her to address something heavy over the phone, not face to face, but while she was on her way to work. <laughs> 
Baby, you remember the issue? I can't even remember the issue. I just want to let y'all in our business. It's been multiple times, so, I mean. Hey. Okay, my bad. I don't bad. even remember. <laughs> my bad. So, we don't, we can't remember the issue because, listen, I failed at it multiple times. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, that wasn't the right time or place, right? Right. And, um, you know, that, that comes into play with if we're going to have a healthy confrontation, we got to seek out the right time and place because it's important that we get the best of that person. Especially if I had like heavy study days or heavy teaching days, those are days where you're not going to get the best of me in discussing something that requires me to think. Mm-hmm. Um, and my lack of enthusiasm or lack of words can almost be interpreted as I don't care, and I don't want ever I don't ever want her to feel like that. And so, if if, if something is important, mm-hmm. we can table it. You know, Proverbs says. In 1911, that a person wisdom yields patient, it is to one's glory to overlook an offense. I think this 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 wisdom is also speaking to the fact that you don't have to address everything right then and there. It says uh, it is to one's glory to overlook an offense or address it at all. I mean, everything doesn't require addressing, right? Because what we or don't it's not worth it, right? Because what we don't want is for you to become hyper confrontational. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. To where you just not you're not confronting, you nagging now. It's just every single thing you point out, you ain't do this and you ain't do that and you ain't doing this and it's like Yeah. Yeah, I'm guilt I I was guilty of that. That was definitely me. I mm. so, so I've learned to Yeah, talk a little bit about that. Cause I think we were talking about like the clothes, like how Yeah, just so instead of um because obviously I'm the more, you know, organized yeah. Clean one. Yeah. Not that you're dirty, but, yeah. you know, I like things to be picked up and tidy. But I've, um, I think I've become less right worried about it, I no, guess. But you, I still like things to be picked up. So I was just letting him know that mm-hmm. um, there was a time or what I have to do in those moments where I am frustrated about something that you have done, but mm-hmm. it's like minor or just kind of like, yeah, it's one of my pet peeves, but not necessarily something that you could even care about. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I've tried to tell, I, I like to do my laundry a certain way. And so <laughs> I like the stuff to be turned the right way. <laughs> and, um, I've brought it to his attention a couple of times. But what I do now, or if he just throws his clothes at the laundry basket when it's sitting right there, um, that can be a little annoying. I'm sure you ladies feel me on that. All the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Put a laundry basket in the chat if you feel me on that. (laughs) I don't even know if there's a laundry basket most of you, but... It's a trash can, but not a laundry (laughs) basket. Put a trash can if you need your man to take out the trash. So anyways, I what I was telling him is that what I do and what helps me is that I try to shift my thinking. So mm-hmm. instead of just complaining in my head or going off on him in my head or even just bringing it to his attention or yelling at him in that moment, I just try to shift my thinking like, okay, I'm just, I'm. this is something that's petty. I can do it. I'm here. I'm completely capable of picking up the shirt that you threw beside the basket and putting it in the basket. Mm -hmm. So let me just do it. And, you know, and just shifting my thinking on, I'm just glad that 
you know, in my case, I'm just glad that he's still here. That I can my God. pick up a shirt that you wore today and put it in the basket. So trying to shift my thinking and... Um, did y'all hear that? Not just focusing on what he did wrong. But wow. being thankful, I guess, that I that I can do it. That I have a husband to do it for. That mm-hmm. I... You know, because there's somebody out there that would love to do it. So... I just tried to change my thinking, shift my thinking. My God. But you can't do that with everything. But we're yeah. talking about... Petty, minor, little, yeah. little, small things, right? Not addressing everything. Right. Not everything doesn't being, have to be addressed. Being hyper-confrontational. But you said something back in there. You was like, you just thankful that I'm still here. hmm Yeah. Like, I like that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. right. <laughs> it's true. And, I, and also, too, like, when it comes to right time and place is not addressing um not addressing certain topics in front of certain people mm-hmm. oh and even kids oh yeah for sure yeah because i think sometimes you know it just come out that's why it's so important to process what you're feeling um mm-hmm. first before you just because, yeah because we don't want to teach our children too just right. to be upset about these minor things or be angry because I mean the the behavior that we are exhibiting in our mm-hmm. household is what they see and what they potentially mm-hmm. um, repeat right in their adulthood so yeah and I'll, yeah and if you are like addressing stuff like if you out to eat with friends and stuff and you just putting this person on blast it can cause that person not to feel safe mm-hmm. and cause that person to f- get defensive. Because literally you're you're attacking almost almost attacking their character, mm-hmm. and it's just not right. You know the Bible says if you find a fault with someone else, address that person in private. Mm. And so, like there are times where you can be joking around, and you know your your spouse can get offended because you're making that comment, and that's the first time they heard about the issue, but you're now expressing this issue. In the company of everybody else. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Or even if you just do it... Because there's been a time, too, where we were with a group of friends and you were participating in something that I didn't oh, like yeah. Yeah. or that I wasn't okay with, but I didn't, you know, address him or get mad at him in that moment. But afterwards, when everybody left, that I just brought good. it to his attention. Like, right. hey, when you were doing X, Y, and Z, I wasn't comfortable with that. And... You know, mm-hmm. please don't do that in the future. <laughs> Same page, right? That's good. So, putting effort in the area of seeking out the right time and place is so important mm-hmm. if we're going to get healthy confrontation right. All right? Yes. The second area is seeking the right words. This is the third. Oh, yes. Right? Right. This is the third. Yeah, Thank the you third. for correcting me. Mm-hmm. So, the first area is seeking the right purpose. Remember, mine. Reminding ourselves that it's it's all about getting on the same page. Mm-hmm. Seeking the right place and time. The third area is seeking the right words. And I just want to uh, read this scripture in Isaiah 50 and 4. It says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning, and he awakens my ear to hear as the learned. This is Isaiah basically 
asking God to give him the tongue of the learned. In other words, this is what Isaiah is saying. He's mm-hmm. saying, Lord, give me the words to say. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to seeking out the right words, sometimes you got to learn how to pray. Sometimes you got to learn how to ask God and say, Lord, give me what to say. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many difficult, sensitive, courageous conversations I had to have. Mm-hmm. And before I had that conversation, I would pray. And it's, it ain't got to be no deep, long, drawn-out prayer. I would simply breathe in and breathe out and say, Lord, give me the words to say to this person. Yes. Because I don't want to be offensive. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Uh, and I would also even pray for God to prepare their heart so they can be receptive to my words. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I pray and ask, Holy Spirit, you are invited into this conversation mm. because... I, I need the spirit to be involved mm. on both ends. Wow. You know, especially dealing with not only just my romantic relationship, but with my children in, um, <laughs> Ooh, at that's work. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely. So sometimes we just got to breathe in and out and invite the Holy spirit in mm-hmm. and he's an enabler. He, he gives us the supernatural assistance we need to, in order to execute. Yes. What what God is asking us, it, it says uh, in Philippians, I believe, 2 and 13, it says, it is the spirit that is working in you to do good, right? We have the spirit's assistance, and sometimes we got to ask for that help. Yeah, we need it. We, we need it. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I want to challenge y'all. Your pastor's challenging you. Before you have a confrontation, the next time you have a confrontation, I just want you to pray. I want you to say, Lord, give me the words to say to this person. Mm-hmm. Give me the tongue of the learn as Isaiah prayed. Give me the tongue of the learn so I can say the right words. The second thing um, is not just prayer, but it's, it's tone. Okay. We talked about tone and, and it's not, y'all heard it saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you say it, yeah. right? So tone is so very key. And when we have the wrong tone, we can cause people to put walls up. Mm-hmm. So it's a part of the presentation, like we talked about on the last that video. That we talked about, yes, mm-hmm. last week. We also talked about sticking to addressing instead of attacking, mm-hmm. right? Sticking to addressing the, the problem and not attacking a person's uh, personhood, okay? Oh, um, on the I just had this thought on the, the words part of okay. having the right words, too. So a lot of times, because since we're talking about preparing, having a plan before mm-hmm. the problem. So when I, a lot of times when I go in, or I know I'm preparing for a confrontation, right? Whether it be whatever relationship, um, I like to even try to just practice what mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Oh, that's good. Because... Then you can walk yourself through, mm. think about choice words that you want to use, calm yourself down, mm-hmm. and like, okay, that doesn't sound good. That sounds good. And and practice what you, you know, right. what you would want to say. That's good. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And so lastly, uh, when it comes to seeking out the right words, uh, we, can, we can help a person out um, and execute healthy confrontation when we make suggestions for recommendations on what they should do. Mm-hmm. So what what's helpful is 
not just suggest, not just pointing out what's, what's, what's wrong, but suggesting what they can do right. Not just pointing out what behaviors need to stop, mm-hmm. but what behaviors they need to start. Yes. And being specific about it instead of just saying, I just need you to, I'm sorry, I just did the voice again. <laughs> I'm finna do it one more time. <laughs> I just need you to just help around the house. Well, instead of just going off saying you just need them to help around the house, be specific about what things can be helpful around the house. So, hey, yeah. it would be really helpful if you would do X, Y, Z. It would it would be really helpful for you to do this or that. And um, Moses, we see this in the narrative of Moses' life because Jethro, his father-in-law, when he saw him um, handle, mishandling people, like, mm-hmm. like literally Moses was trying to put out so many different disputes. And his, his father-in-law came to him and said, Moses, you're going to wear yourself out. And he literally says, you're going to go, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So seek out elders, elders that can handle um, these disputes on these three different levels. And if they cannot handle these, these disputes, then that's when you step in and address the problem. So Jethro, he he not only pointed out the problem, but he offered a suggestion. Right. Yeah. And so many times we just point out the problem and we're not offering any solutions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're only if you're the person that's being confronted, you could even ask. Mm. Oh, that's good. You know, good. like, hey, I hear you. And this is what you're saying, but so that's what good. are some ways that I can that's good. help in that area or oh. make you feel more secure or, you know, whatever <laughs> the thing is, ask, be asked. Wow. Help me help you. <laughs> Come on. All my men in the chat. <laughs> Type, help me. <laughs> help me please help me help you type that in the chat help me help you <laughs> so that's a <laughs> that's a area we got to apply effort in is seeking the right right words this this next area is is just as as critical mm-hmm. not only do we have to seek out the right words family we got to seek the right ear Okay. I, I read the scripture Isaiah 50 and 40. And on the latter part, it says, He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. And just as I talked about praying for the right words to say, sometimes we got to pray for the right words to hear. Mm-hmm. That healthy confrontation hinges on your ability not just to say the right words, but to hear the right words. <laughs> that communicating effectively hinges on your ability to hear what's being said and also to hearing what's not being said. Yes. <laughs> that sometimes you just got to read between the lines uh, and, and you got to help a person because communication can be difficult. You can say they should just be able to communicate how they feel. That's not how it is oftentimes. And sometimes you just got to hear between the lines. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, hear what they're saying. And when we hear effectively, when we're listening, we're providing a space in which 
this person is being heard, but also too, their feelings are being validated. Right. Very important. <laughs> right, because that's ultimately what people want to want to feel when it comes to conversation and confrontation. They want to feel heard and they want to feel validated. But this is what happens oftentimes when a person is confronting and a person is talking. We're loading up the clip, getting ready for a response. And when you do that, you're already invalidating the other person's feelings. Yes. What you're saying to them. Yeah, what you're saying really really don't it really don't matter <laughs> this is why james 1 and 19 says be slow to speak mm-hmm. and be quick to listen this is so good wisdom mm-hmm. yes. because i want to submit to you that that the relationship in the marriage is one not with your mouth is one with your ears type that in the chat <laughs> Somebody say it's one. W-O-N. One. one. W-O-N. <laughs> with, your, with your ears and not with your mouth. Also, type this in the chat. <laughs> type this in the chat. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> For y'all who are rough around the edges, shut up. <laughs> no, just, will you just be quiet? <laughs> and so... Don't say that to the other person. Yeah, don't don't say that to the other person. I'm just, I'm just Tell saying. yourself to be quiet. Right. right. Self-control. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself to be quiet. Mm-hmm. So these are some areas or these are some practical things that, that, that you and um, that we've done and that others can do to help people um, see validation or... Uh, experience validation when in this area of listening, mm-hmm. right? To show the, to show to the show. other person right. that you are Thank you. fully listening and fully engaged right. into what they're telling you. Right. These are some of the things. And so the first thing that, you know, we kind of do, or the first thing I, you know, I've learned from my experience and um, this isn't biblical. Let me just say this. This mm-hmm. is just wisdom that I've gained from my counseling and social work background. Um, that I think will be helpful, but I'm pretty sure I can find a scripture for it um, <laughs> if I had enough time to really dive in like that. And so, but the first area is this thing of regurgitation. Um, what helps a person, you know, feel this validation like you're listening mm-hmm. um, is regurgitating. Literally, regurgitation is spitting back to them what they're saying to you, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So whenever you, whenever they're responding and when they're done, you're saying, so let me, um, let me get this right. You're saying that I do this and when I do this, it makes you feel this way. Mm-hmm. That that's just simple, right? Yeah. Just let it, just asking them, let me make sure I understand you. Right. And then repeating back what you heard. Right. It's, it's so simple. But just that simple act can help a person feel validated. Mm-hmm. And like you're trying. Right. And like, like you're tr- I am trying to make sure that I fully understand right. what it is that you're saying. Yeah. Like you're trying to understand. And I think that's that goes back to what we said last week. That's, just, that's the, uh, a part of confrontation. We're seeking to understand, mm-hmm. not to cast judgment. This, the second thing we were uh, t- kind of talking about was not interrupting. Yes, that is major. Yeah. <laughs> Major. All my interrupters make some noise. <laughs> right? Uh, yes. Right. Where so. you don't even let the person finish 
Or you said the statement. What is it, what statement did you say while we were having this conversation before off camera? You was like, oh, oh are you done? Oh, um, now that you're done. So what you don't want to do right. when you're trying to, you know, validate them by letting them know you've heard them. So when we say you want to regurgitate what they're saying. So a nice way of saying that, like you already mm-hmm. said, is let me just make sure I understand you. What we don't want to do is say, <laughs> are you done? Right. Okay. You know, that type of attitude, that that is part of the presentation and that is going to do nothing but oh. upset the other person even more. So we definitely don't want to mm. do petty comments and mm. yeah. Yeah, don't don't respond. Yeah, that's that let's leave the petty comments out because that ain't mm. going to do nothing but stir up anger, right? Mm. We said last week in Proverbs that a harsh tongue stirs up wrath. Uh, yes. Um but a soft answer, right? Yes. Uh, brings peace. So, like, we, we, we don't want... We want to leave the petty comments out. And then we talked about, like, things of giving your partner the under underdivided attention, mm-hmm. right? Not being on your phone. Mm-hmm. Not scrolling on social media. Yes. Or... So, no distractions. No distractions. When so, you're having the confrontation, no distractions. Right, because in your actions, you can almost communicate to that person... That their feelings don't matter. Mm -hmm. That I don't care. I'm not listening. Regardless of whatever it is that you're saying. Right. Um, And then also to body language and facial expressions. (laughs) (laughs) This is what gets us all in trouble. (laughs) Right. So you can't scrunch your eyebrows. (laughs) That's mine. Scrunch your eyebrows and your nose. Right, right. Um. (laughs) <laughs> you know, sitting at the wherever you decide to have your confrontation, turning away from them or not looking at them. Or, those are all things that are going like, to communicate to me that you are not engaged in what I'm telling you. This is a good one too, like just like shaking your head while the person oh, is yeah. talking. That and that's that is super like, hard, nah, like, nah. especially if you don't agree with what something nah. something the other person is saying. But you, we've got to try to control, right. And some of us, I mean, yeah, not saying that you got to be happy, like you got to be smiling during the confrontation, Mm -hmm. but like just being cognizant of like how you're looking, right? Mm -hmm. Because that can almost cause a person to get defensive or to put their walls up because it's almost like you're not being receptive to what I'm saying. Yeah. So just wait. It's just better to sit and listen. Of course, you're not going to be smiling. It's a, you know, if it's a confrontation, you're probably not going to be smiling, but just sit and listen and wait until that person is done talking because you will have your turn. So just mm-hmm. knowing in the back of your mind, I am going to have my turn. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there have been times where when him and I are having a confrontation, um, I will even write in my notes like some of the things that he's saying just so that I can remember mm. what things I do want to talk about mm-hmm. um, yeah. that you may have, you have brought up just because yeah. it's hard to... It's hard to remember all of this stuff whenever you are letting somebody get their part out right. and not interrupt them. <laughs> so Right. That's so that's so huge. And even though we might be convinced that we have all the facts, we still have to give the person the opportunity to explain their behavior. Right? Mm-hmm. Um we can't like because also too when we do that and we just we 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 spout out what what we think they're doing. We're actually accusing them of 
like we know what the intention behind the behavior. Mm. When some things people do not as an act of intentionality, but it's an act of ignorance. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to see. I want y'all to remember last week we talked about uh, how God confronted Adam. God being all knowing, mm-hmm. even with having all the facts, he still asked Adam questions. Adam, where art thou? Adam, who told you you were naked? He's he's asking him questions, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's he's giving Adam an opportunity to explain his behavior. Wow. <laughs> so on even why God he's doing that. Right. Yeah. On why he's doing that, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm not going to just misinterpret the reason why you did it. And everything that somebody does isn't to hurt, meant to hurt somebody. Right. Oh my god, that's so good, babe. So So it's not it's not an act of intention intentionality. Mm-hmm. It's an act of ignorance. So intentionality speaks of the heart, but ignorance speaks of the head. Like I didn't mean to hurt you from my heart. Mm-hmm. I just it, it's it's an accident. It's a lasting judgment. And when I, I thought about this, babe, and this is so good. This is gonna bless y'all. I was thinking about this. The doctor that operated on my chest. In order to operate on my chest, he had to have a professional medical license. Mm-hmm. The person who cussed my hair, Markel, what's up? <laughs> he has to go through barber college X amount of years before he can cut my hair. Right. Yeah. Before somebody drops the car, our daughter's in driving school. Pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> she's a good driver yeah, don't, don't do my I ain't baby. gonna do her she has to go through driving school before she's handed a license mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage we're handed a license without the education so there is already going to be some assumed ignorance when it comes to this area of relationship wow <laughs> And it's the most, one of the most important things in our life. And they just hand you a license with no education. No requirements. So many of the things we're ignorant on and we're trying to figure out. And we got to figure, like, it's almost like trial and error. You just got to figure it out. Right. Yeah. And it's not because of the person is intentionally trying to hurt you. We don't know how to do marriage. We don't know how to do relationships. We're trying to figure out because they do not require any type of education when they really should. Mm-hmm. It should be they should require some type of marital courses <laughs> in premarital like, counseling and yeah for like, marriages. But education. even like being a parent and having that relationship the or same, oh god a friendship. I yeah. mean these things don't require like you say schooling or mm-hmm. any type of classes yeah. before you're able to be in relationship. And so that's good. We're literally just like we're all trying to be married, right? We're trying to yeah. be good parents yeah. and be good, good bosses on our jobs. and Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a lot. Oh, God. So we, what we got to learn how to do is give people the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and give them grace. Yeah. Right? And, and be honest about what it is mm-hmm. that you're confronting them about, about and not... Beating around the bush. Right. Remember, you talked yeah. about that. Yeah, being specific. Being about, specific about what it is. About the real issues because we mm-hmm. don't want the, the... If we're not real about the issues, then the other person is making adjustments that are really not going to be effective. Right. Because the issue isn't real. Mm-hmm. 
And so anything that they do is not going to be effective because you're not being real about how you really feel. Okay? This has blessed my socks off, y'all. This has been good. The last thing, okay? Okay. After seeking the right ear, you got to seek a solution. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to seek a solution. We have to come to an agreement. Um, and it's it's an important to come to some some level of agreement. Watch this. Even if it's not the desired outcome that you would desire mm-hmm. or that you would want. Right? Yeah. That sometimes there has to be a little bit of compromise to say, listen, I know he's not going to be fully there. With what I'm asking, but as long as we're headed in the right direction, mm-hmm. right? Oh, this is so good. Type this in the chat. The direction is more important than the destination. Yes. The direction is more important than the destination. Oftentimes, we got this this thing in our mind, like if they would just do this, or if they would just get there, or if they would just be this person, then I would get there, and then we get there sometimes, and we realize. That there wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. And so sometimes we just got to focus on, is this person putting forth the effort and heading in the right direction? Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they agree? Yeah, so like what I see in my head, I guess when you say that is, we've got to at least be walking in the same direction. So we may not be side by side necessarily but we're at least going in the same direction like you're not going mm-hmm. north and i'm going south we're wow. at least both going north right so we are can eventually yeah meet meet each other we're on the same page yeah just just like yeah yeah and it's just so important not to operate in this thing called destination disease like we're always trying to get a person there and or get a person there mm-hmm. and 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 uh, two, we're we're so focused on the other person and what they're not doing that we're not giving energy energy to what we can do. Or mm-hmm. right, yeah, like because I mean, when you're dealing with healthy confrontations, you also have to be able to check yourself right. before you even go to the confrontation. Right. So it's important to seek out a solution. Again, if it's not even if it doesn't compromise. Or violate your core values or violate your self-respect. Because mm-hmm. we also talked about um, if it's a if it's physical, mental, or emotional abuse, mm-hmm. this is we have to get on the same page and we can't get on the same page later. Yeah, those those are emergencies. Those are emergencies. And may require additional right. you know, a third party person other than right. just the two. Yeah. And so um might require a pastor, right? Or a counselor mm-hmm. or in a, a working sense, you might if you have a, a, a boss that's abusive or mm-hmm. a supervisor that's verbally abusive, you might have to bring HR in, right? Yes. Um because the Bible talks about that. You know, if you if you find a fault with someone else, um, you know, and they and you can't come to an agreement, bring in um to a one or one or two person. Yes. Right? In Matthew 18, I believe. And so it's important. Like, some things you just can't do alone. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to get help. Yes. If more than anything, like, if y'all don't get this, it's okay to invite help into your marriage or into your relationship. 
Yes. Me and Renee, on a monthly basis, we get marital coaching ourselves. Yes. It's not I that love no, it. it's not that nothing is wrong. It's as a matter of fact, things are going pretty good, mm-hmm. and I think it's a result of. I love it. We look forward to it. We look forward to it because it it gives us a fresh perspective. It 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 causes it challenges yeah us in areas and right so, yeah. it's good just to oftentimes just have somebody to come in and just to be a mediator and it provides mm-hmm. a safe space for us to be you know honest and things like that and so mm-hmm. again it brings us back to what i was saying in ephesians um the effort is towards the unity and i just pray that with our conversation with healthy confrontation that as a result of these principles and these tools that y'all have gotten, that you will be more unified than ever in your relationships, in your friendships, in your marriage. Yes. If this blessed y'all, say it, this blessed me. <laughs> Somebody say this blessed me. And if, if evangelist Lady Renee blessed y'all. Sorry. <laughs> Say we love you, lady. <laughs> this was her second time on camera, and y'all, I am so I'm uber proud of her and just her overcoming a fear. This was something big for her. She initially, she's you know, she she was very hesitant about doing this, but I'm so glad she pushed through because already the the response has been, like I said, overwhelming. Yes. And um, I'm, I'm so glad we were obedient to God, and mm-hmm. so. I want to pray as we close out our time together. God, I just, I pray that um, these principles and the tools that we offered on today, Father, that they will further unify somebody's relationship. I pray, God, that effort will go forth. Father, I pray for somebody who's ready to to throw in the towel and to Mm -hmm. give up. Father, I pray, God, that you would give them the grace to continue to fight. To continue to fight for what you have put together, God. And Father, I just pray, Lord, that these areas of seeking the right word, seeking the right purpose, the, the right time and place, the right ears and the right solution, Father, that you will give them the wisdom that they need to have a fruitful and flourishing, unified relationship. Father, we thank you for healthy confrontation. And as a result, we thank you for healthy relationships. And it's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I love y'all. We're continuing in our series, Toxic People. And if y'all thought healthy confrontation was good, we're getting ready to dive in deeper. We're going, we're not coming out of this yet. <laughs> we get ready to go deeper. And next week, we're getting ready to discuss and conversate on an area I feel that is most the most important and often the most misunderstood and misapplied mm-hmm. in this area of forgiveness. Next week, we're getting ready to talk about forgiving what you can't forget. Y'all do not want to miss this because that's a part of healing from unhealthy healthy relationships. Yes. Sometimes you got to forgive. What do you what you can't forget? How do you forgive? what you can't forget. Don't miss it. I love y'all. See y'all next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in with us. We hope you really enjoyed today's message. If you did, here's your opportunity to partner with us on today. You can partner by giving via Cash App, dollar sign, Heavenly Gospel Church, or go to hglovespeople.com, press the give button and give whatever amount that you would love to give on today. Again, be blessed and thank you for tuning in.